Welcome to the latest edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime with me, Marshan Kenny. Well, if you're a fan of Southern Miss football and you're a fan of that nasty bunch Southern Miss defense, you are going to love today's interview. It's going to be with a guy they call the machine, the one and only Avery Havis. Well, as you know, fan comments and fan interaction are a huge portion of this show. And I'm going to get to some of those fan comments in this next segment that we call Four and Out. Well, this week on Facebook and Twitter, I asked the Southern Miss Nation, what makes the Rock such a special place to play? I had a lot of good comments, but I can only get the four because that's the name of the segment right here, Four and Out. First up, USM Voice from Twitter said, we have an older style stadium that was built very, very close to the field. There's not a bad seat in the house as they are all closer than other teams' fields. At LSU, their upper deck makes the players on the field look like ants. We have the best seats in all of football. And yeah, there's not a bad seat in the house at The Rock. Next up, Kevin Dameron from Facebook said, Walking in that stadium six Saturdays a year is like six family reunions a year. Some of my best times have been inside that place. Great comments, Kevin, right there. Next up, Ken Holmes from Twitter said, Even if the game goes bad, we still have the Dixie Darlings and the Pride. Seriously, when the fans get loud, the place rocks. The stadium is so close to the field, you can hear and feel all the action. Great comments right there, Ken. And finally, from Twitter, Sparks Third Coast, that's the Twitter handle right there, said the sides are steep, the stands are close, and the fans aren't shy. After the Cal game in 2004, Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback for him, said he was told attendance was around 30,000 but it sounded more like 80,000. And that was before we enclosed the south end zone. And yeah, that was a loud night that night. And uh, when the rock is, is pretty packed, it gets loud as all get out for sure. Thanks for all the comments right there. And please keep them coming in. Well, you know, the show is big with interviews and this next interview comes with a leader of the nasty bunch defense, a guy they call the machine. That's right, it's the one and only Avery Havis. Well, today's interview is with someone who was an all-Sunbelt performer last year and on preseason Sunbelt teams this year. But a big award he got that I admire to the utmost, he won the Southern Miss Grit Award, a word you hear all the time, grit. And uh, with all that said, my interview today is the one and only Avery Havis. Avery, how you doing, man? Good. Appreciate you having me on. Oh, absolutely. Get on that Grit Award real quick, man. If you don't mind explaining that to, to the people and how impactful that is. Yeah, that's a uh, that's an award that that I don't take lightly. Um, when I first got here, Southern Miss is built on grit, and um, you know, going into the Talent Awards, which is the Southern Miss Awards for student athletes, uh, I was not expecting to get that award at all. But um, you know, I'm very very appreciative of it, and uh, you know, I I do believe that I am uh, I am honored to have that, and I do believe that I should have got that as well. Uh, I do have a lot of grit in me, and uh, you know, I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, the Sunbelt Awards are great, but sometimes being worthy of the Grit Award that Southern Miss is all about is so cool. So congrats on that, man. Now, you got a nickname that I absolutely love, The Machine. Why do they call you The Machine, man? <laughs> um, well, that was uh, that was nicknamed by my outside linebacker coach, Coach uh, Mark Kreiner. Um, and The Machine is basically just uh, coming to work every day, consistently doing your job. And uh, there's not 90 days that you're you're a different person, but you're just consistent every day. 
And uh, I pride myself on being consistent. And uh, that was just an award that or a, uh, a nickname that uh, Coach Kreiner gave me. And it kind of stuck and then became a joke for a while. And now it's just my nickname for everybody. Oh, man, what a great nickname, The Machine. So I love it. Hey, man, being a part of the Nasty Bunch, coming into the season, you're one of the leaders, man. How does that role make you feel? I mean, there's a lot of pride and tradition of the, of the Nasty Bunch, and you're a leader for them, man. Yeah, uh, this is this going to be a big year for us. Um, and, uh, you know, I take uh, being a captain and a leader very, very high for me. Um, this is this is year three with Coach Hall, and uh, this is the time when we, we kick it up a notch. And, uh, you know, last year I was awarded the captain of the team, um, and that was that was something that I – uh, took with great honor. Um, you know, all the accolades I can get, all the all-conference, all the all-American stuff, uh, that really didn't matter to me. But what mattered the most to me was being the captain uh, of Southern Miss uh, football team, and especially Southern Miss defense, the nasty bunch. Uh, so to be awarded the uh, the captain last year was was huge, and I'm taking that into this year uh, on, a whole, on a whole new level and uh, we're ready to get after it. Oh, I love it, man. We love watching you play, too. Looking forward to a big year. But I tell you what, Avery, it all had to start somewhere. You're a Wisconsin guy, man. Rice Lake High School in Wisconsin. Three sports star, football, basketball, and track. And in football, you were so athletic, man. You played wide receiver, linebacker. How, how was that balance in playing wide receiver, linebacker? Yeah, small school stuff. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, went, you know, grew up in a small town, and uh, you're going to play every position. Um I originally am from a small town called Ashland, Wisconsin. It's uh, at the most northern part of Wisconsin, uh, right on Lake Superior. So uh, Lake Superior is the biggest freshwater lake in the world. And I uh, grew up right on that uh, freshwater lake, uh, fishing and doing all the exercises and outside stuff that uh, that we did up there. Uh, ended up uh, going through ninth grade up there. And then uh, I started out as a corner. Uh, you know, I was just a little small corner as a freshman. So, uh, you know, small town stuff again, uh, you got to do, you got to do for the team. And uh, so I started out as a corner and receiver and um, ended up, my dad ended up getting, getting a job uh, two hours south of Ashland in a small town called Rice Lake. Uh, and that's where I finished out my high school. Um, and I was outside linebacker, started out as a safety actually, and then moved out to linebacker going into my junior year and played receiver, kind of tight end receiver type thing for a while and then uh, molded into the outside linebacker position in college. God, that answers a lot of questions. Why are you so quick and nimble on the field despite your size, man? I love it. <laughs> Played all the positions. And, hey, man, you are just one of the, the best ambassadors for Southern Miss football there is out there, man. And a lot of that came from an early age. When you were in high school, man, you were even working with special Olympic athletes, man. What did that mean to you putting a smile on their faces? Uh, I think they did more for me than I did for them, honestly. Um, and this was, I did, I coached basketball tr um, and track as well. Um, I wasn't too big into track, uh, but that was just, that was so fun for me to do that with them. Uh, this was every, I think it was every Wednesday night. So we would have basketball practice at around 3 to 5.30. And then after that, it was Special Olympics practice about 30 minutes away. Um, and it started out with actually this camp called Inspire Sports, um, and he brought it to our basketball team. And one Saturday afternoon, um, our basketball team volunteered for this, and um, I was paired with a guy named uh, Connor Kinney. Um, and Connor invited me to go to Special Olympics and just to watch him. And um, and you know, of course, you know, he impacted my life a lot. So I, what could I do? And you know, just go watch him for thirty minutes to an hour. Uh, I kept kept doing that for a couple of weeks and 
ended up uh, kind of getting thrown out there and, and helping with just a few moves in basketball, uh, which led to me, you know, coaching, uh, coaching them. So I would every Wednesday afternoon, I would coach them. And then um, usually on usually two, two months or, you know, two times in the month, uh, we would have a tournament um, and we would go and, you know, just have fun and, uh, you know, it really impacted my life a lot. And, and still to this day, I have a lot of great relationships with Connor uh, we had a manager that was also a part of the Special Olympics. And, you know, every time I go back, it just it just fills me up, um, you know, and I love him to death. So, um, yeah, that was that was a big part of my high school career with Special Olympics. Um, you know, I still, like I said, talk to them to this day. Oh, man, that's awesome. It, uh, it explains a lot. You're doing it at a young age and why the Southern Miss football world speaks so highly of you, man. You're good on the football field. And you're a good dude off the football field, no doubt about yeah. it. And so. Good football career there in high school, state championship you won, man. Congratulations there. And that took you to junior college, community college, Iowa Western CC, man. You wound up being All-American, All-Division, all everything over there. So how was your time in community college in Iowa and developing uh, being a better player? Yeah, I'd like to go back to Special Olympics just for a second. Um, oh, yeah, of course. It's um, your interview, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I went went and did Special Olympics, but – and, uh, you know, it was because of Connor, but – before that, when I was a younger kid, uh, my dad had Special Olympics people over at our house all the time. Um, my dad was the athletic director um, at Ashland High School, the high school I was at before, where I pretty much grew up. And um, so when he was the athletic director there, he took pride in, in the people that were in this thing called the Prentice House, which was basically um, a stepping stone. You know, bef- you know, these kids were younger and, and maybe they're in, in trouble with drugs or alcohol or something like that. And they were young kids. So instead of sending them to juvenile prison or something like that, they would go to this place called the Prentice House. Uh, and the Prentice House had all these kids in it, and it was headed by my dad's friend. Uh, so, you know, Saturday afternoons, we would have them out, and uh, we would have them playing basketball at our house. And my dad would give them food and all these things, and just kind of getting them away from that, uh, the Prentice House and that culture. Um, and my dad was always, my mom and dad were the same, and, you know, they always loved them. And, um, you know, it kind of just translated over to my brother, I have an older brother and he he did the same thing. He would bring them over to our house. Uh, so, you know, I give a lot of the credit to my dad and my, you know, my family for doing that. And, uh, you know, there's still great. My dad is, is still an, he's an awesome person. My mom and dad are still awesome people. Uh, and they still do that. You know, he has people working at his businesses that are special needs. Uh, so, you know, that just starts out with them. After high school, I had um, a few Division II offers, uh, Division three looks, obviously. And um, I had a, had a walk on position. Uh, at, at a division one school. And, um, you know, I wanted to play division one football. I, I just wanted to go to the highest level I could. Um, and my dad actually, actually acted as my coach. Um, and he called Iowa Western up and, and, you know, kind of talked highly of me and, uh, and gave him my film and they called me up and I went on a visit there and um, they only offered me a walk-on position. So, uh, you know, I was, you know, I was, yeah, I was, I was walking on there I was about the 30th linebacker in the depth chart there. And um, within, you know, I went down there early in July and before everybody got there in August just to get acclimated and be with the team and everything like that. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple of weeks into fall camp, I called my dad and, you know, I was just like, you know, there was two practices at the time. Uh, the first practice was basically for the people that were going to be traveling. And the second practice was for guys that were going to be practice squad. And obviously I was in the second practice. I called him up and I just said, ah, I'm just not sure if this is for me. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm ready to come home. And, uh, you know, he told me, uh, he told me to stick it out. He told me to just, uh, to grind through it. And, you know, I'm always appreciative of that, uh, response by him because I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't, 
if I didn't stay there and, and keep competing. Uh, so I went through the rest of the fall camp and was I actually got redshirted. So um, and I always go back and say that, you know, my redshirt year was my favorite year of college football uh, because, you know, I met a lot of great guys and we just basically we just worked out and we just went to practice and ate. And man, it was just so awesome. You got to work out a couple of times a day and uh, you weren't you didn't travel on the weekends to get the weekends off. It, you know, it was it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, I went through that that year, uh, that fall on red shirt. And then in the spring, uh, you know, transition from players to players in junior college is, is so high. The turnover is so high. Uh, so what really what really made me stand out uh, my freshman year was being consistent. That, that's what I did best. Uh, I knew I could show up on time every day. I knew I could work hard. And yes, sir. Uh, no, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am was, you know, what was kind of got me got me into the starting role. Um, so while guys were, you know, missing lifts or while guys were not coming back for a Sunday afternoon uh, meeting or while guys were not making their weights or not eating right or, you know, going out and smoking and drinking or something like that, you know, I wasn't doing any of that stuff. And, you know, I tried to find little things that got me to the next level. And uh, those were the things that were able to get me to a starting role uh, into the next spring. So the spring, the spring season came around and, um, you know, I was I was kind of in the mix for a starting role. Uh, so uh, we had workouts and all those things. And, you know, I kept working my tail off and, you know, working out one to two times a day, eating a lot, trying to get up and wait, uh, get in on the field as much as possible. Uh, and then by the time spring came around, I was starting and I got my first visual offer in the spring. And, uh, you know, I was still a walk on this whole time for my whole junior college career. I was a walk on. And uh, so I went through uh, the spring and then into the. Uh, summer and into the fall um, kind of solidified myself as a starting role and you know the first game came around the first three games are really crucial at junior college uh, for a number of reasons but the biggest reason is so you can get your film out there early so you can get offers before you know kind of a lot of the guys and they're looking for guys right away uh, so the first three games three four games were really crucial the first game I had a decent game second game I didn't play well at all I actually got benched uh, so the next Sunday I had to get up and just kind of all right, set it aside. Let's get back at it. Get back in the film room. What'd you do wrong? And address the situation and move on. So that next Monday came around and it was a new week. Had to figure it out again. Uh, the next two, three games, I had over 40 tackles uh, and, you know, kind of was off and rolling from there. And then the season went by. Uh, we were bowl champs in, against, we played against Heinz, actually. Uh, and a funny story about Heinz. Heinz CC, man. I know yeah, Heinz Community College. It came up all the way to Iowa. And uh, their president came up and, you know, we were at the bowl banquet type thing and their president came up and he had the strongest Southern accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like, oh man, those Mississippi boys are just different down there. You know, never knowing I'd be down here for my college career. And uh, so we played Heinz, we beat them. And um, yeah, I was named All-American and All-Conference and uh, all that stuff. And then ended up uh, taking a visit down here and loved it and committed. Yeah, let, let's get to that, though, man. I mean, you had fit. This is a great story, people. Avery started at Iowa Western as a walk-on, winds up being All-American with 15 Division I offers. I mean, you talk about hard work, desire, and ethic. There's a story for you at Southern Miss Grit. No wonder you won the award, man. But, yeah, yeah. Get, get back on that, dude. What, what was so attractive to Southern Miss? Because a lot of people wanted you, man. Yeah, and I got a lot of offers pretty late in this, in the uh, in the process, and I wanted to you know obviously enroll in the spring to get a head start to get ready for the fall. Um, so I only had one weekend to um, you know to go on these visits, and uh, Coach Hop, the old coach here, and um, the old recruiting coordinator 
Coach Polly G, they came up to Rice Lake. Um, so I got home on Monday after the bowl game, and they were up there on Thursday. And I had not, I didn't have a, uh, a visit set up for that weekend at all. You know, I was, I actually had a visit to the University of Minnesota where I wanted to go. Um, and then uh, Coach Polly G and, and Coach Hop, uh, they came up on Thursday. And it was probably one of the coldest days in, in your Wisconsin history. And these boys from Mississippi were, you know, weren't having it. <laughs> they had Wisconsin to, cold, Avery. Don't know. No, get me out of there. Not Wisconsin cold. <laughs> yeah, so it was about negative 20 up there. And uh, they had their big coats on. And, you know, they came up there and, you know, and obviously pitched something good and, and you know, got me to go on a visit down here. And uh, I'm so thankful I, you know, came down here because I was very skeptical of it. It's, you know, it's 20 hours from my house in, in Rice Lake. Uh, I had a serious girlfriend at the time who was my wife. And, uh, you know, it just it didn't really seem too appealing to me at the time. Uh, I came down here and, you know, really quickly figured out the culture that Southern Miss is all about. And that's just me. I, you know, I'm a grit guy. You know, I'm a knuckle dragger. That's that's just who I am. I don't have a lot of talent. You know, I'm just coming in here and, and I'm going to work. And uh, that's what they pitched. And, and, you know, I loved it. And so, uh, you know, a week later, I committed and um, got down here in early uh, early January. And I'm going to correct you real quick. Not a lot of talent, Avery. You're loaded with talent. I've seen you play at least 30 times or so by now, man. You're loaded yeah. with talent. But a uh, great story right there getting to Southern Miss. But, man, your first year here, I mean, you moved from Wisconsin all the way down here, Iowa, excuse me, from community college. Yeah. And, man, it's a COVID year. Mm -hmm. Southern Miss is kind of down that year, man. I mean, you wind up having three new head coaches and Will Hall at the end counting the fourth. I mean, you wound up playing a lot that year, but dude, the challenges of the COVID year with all the coaches. Wow. Yeah. What a start for you, man. Yeah, it was a tough, it was a tough transition right away. Obviously came in in January, uh, got, you know, winter workouts going and all that stuff and went home for spring break and, you know, didn't come back until the summer because of COVID. Uh, so we missed all of spring, you know, all of learning that new playbook, all that stuff with getting camaraderie with the teammates. It was just gone, you know, and that's really, really tough. It was really uncertain what we're going to be doing. Are we going to be playing? Are we not? You know, who really knows? Is it just going to be a conference schedule? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure what we're going to be doing. Uh, we had to prepare, you know, as we were going to be playing. But, you know, that it, it got in the heads of a lot of guys, um, and, you know, and I don't think a lot of guys had their had their whole body in. You know, they were one foot in, one foot out. You know, eh, I don't know if we're, we're going to be doing this. I don't really want to put all my effort into it. So they, you know, and that, that was what really hurt us, I think. Um, so, you know, we went into the year, the first game, obviously, you know, we lost against South Alabama, coach got fired and, uh, you know, had to move into a position of, you know, uh, we got a new head coach and, and that's super tough. It was really, really hard. And, you know, I think a lot of guys started to, you know, take a, you know, backseat and everything like that. So uh, it was, it was definitely a tough year Went you know, we went three and seven, you know, I think we could a lot, we could have won a lot more games, honestly, I, we were right there. Uh, you know, against against uh, Western Kentucky, 10 to 7, you know, and then UTSA, we only lost by, you know, maybe six or seven, something like that. So, you know, a lot of games, we were really close. Uh, we just couldn't get over that hump, uh, which really hurt us. Uh, and then obviously the next uh, in January, Coach Will Hall came in and, you know, the whole culture changed from there. Oh, absolutely, man. And uh, you know what? You hit on it right there, man. You've been playing for Coach Will Hall. I mean, uh, he's built an incredible culture, if you ask me, around Southern Miss football, man. What's it like playing for Coach Hall? best coach I've ever had in my life uh, by far. Uh, you know, it's not just him either. It's the whole, everybody on this staff is truly incredible. Uh, uh, you know, everything from, you know, the strength staff, uh, Coach L.A., you know, my favorite place ever is in the weight room with Coach L.A. I I, I wake up every day and I'm, I, I can't wait to get in there with him. And then, you know, everybody from there in between, you know, if, if whether it's uh, Coach Joe, 
uh, with recruiting or if it's, you know, my coach, Coach Kreiner, or, you know, before that was Coach Armstrong, now it's Coach LB. Uh, so, you know, everybody in between, uh, you know, sets the standard for the culture. We have to get to that, uh, get to that line, uh, you know, but the culture changed when he came in and that's, what's been the biggest difference from, uh, coach hop to him. Oh, I love that, man. Great way to put it. And you can just feel it and see it oozes out the program. That's going to be year three of coach hall. Thanks. Great take right there, man. And just backtrack on that 21 season though, man. Uh, you, I mean, you're making an impact on the nasty bunch defense. I mean, it's obviously you're, you're going to be one hell of a player for us. And you did something, man, that I never did, man. I never scored a touchdown when I played at Southern <laughs> Miss. Dang, Avery, you got one against La Tech that more or less sealed the game, man. Yeah. What's it like to score a touchdown as a nasty bunch member? Because I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, you know, it was a great feeling, obviously. <laughs> and then, you know, that was our second win of the year. And the first win was against an FCS team. Um, so it was, you know, it was a big, it was a big game for us to win and, you know, a rival game, of course. Um, so yeah, it felt good. Um, but previously in that year, we had a lot of injuries, uh, in, in the inside linebacker room. That was, that was, uh, Rakeem Booth tore his ACL for the second time. Uh, Hayes Maples tore his ACL again and, um, or for the first time that year. And then, uh, you know, Swayze was coming off an injury, a hamstring injury, I believe. Uh, so we were down, you know, three of the top um, inside linebackers. And at the time I was starting as an outside linebacker. Uh, a week before fall camp, uh, I, I met with Coach uh, Hall and Coach Armstrong, and they moved me to inside linebacker, which is a completely different position uh, than outside linebacker. People don't understand. It's you're the quarterback of the defense. And, you know, it's, it's a lot different uh, in terms of your body. It's just it's just a whole different position. Uh, so it's really, really hard to do that. So I went in and uh, you know, I gave them, a, you know, a decent four or five games before, you know, some of their guys came back and I moved back to the outside linebacker position um, probably week six or something like that. Week seven, I uh, started to get myself back in there because they already had, you know, somebody else uh, starting that position. So I went back and then obviously La Tech um, uh, went in there and had a, had a pick six, which was, you know, it was an awesome feeling, uh, especially to get the win, uh, you know, for the guys it solidified it. So, yeah, it was pretty awesome. It's great to hear because I don't know the feeling. So congrats on the touchdown, being a yeah, member of the Nasty it. Bunch, Avery. Yeah. Um, kind of getting into some specifics of your position, though, man, where you're really making an impact right now. It's called the Jack Linebacker position. Hopefully it's still called that in Coach O'Brien's. Yeah. Is, is gonna be. So the Jack Linebacker position, for maybe somebody watching that doesn't know, I mean, it's got a lot of, a lot of things going on to play that position. So tell me about the Jack Linebacker that you play. Yeah, it's a uh, stand-up outside linebacker position. You got to know how to rush the passer. You also have to understand and know um, you have to drop back in coverage a lot too. So it's uh, it's kind of a best of both worlds position, and you know something that I you know I love both of them. You know I love it was a big transition for me um, going to the Jack position when Coach Hall and Coach Armstrong's defense came in uh, for a number of reasons, but the biggest reason is because I've never really passed uh, rushed the passer very much. Um, that was something that I had to. Uh, learn and, and, you know, kind of work out a lot uh, to become a decent pass rusher. And, you know, hopefully this year, you know, go through the roof with it. But um, yeah, uh, the Jack position is, you know, you got to be very versatile. You know, you're, you know, I'm 240 pounds, but the guys that we're going up against are 330. Uh, so, you know, they, they outweigh us significantly. So you have to leverage your body in a, you know, in a, in a different way than an insulin linebacker does. So, you know, you have to be able to bend, you have to be able to move laterally and, and vertically and, so it's a it's a position that you know is very very underrated, but you know you know in hopes of you know playing in the NFL, I think you know a lot of the NFL schemes that have the jack position in it, you know being able to pass pass rush and then drop back in coverage as well. 
Oh, heck yeah, man. Thanks for explaining that. Great way to do it, too. I mean, anybody knows defense, that position you're doing right now, as far as having to be the most versatile on defense, to me, you got to be the most versatile. Sometimes, yeah. I mean, hey, I've seen you in space with a, you know, somebody under 200 pounds. You got to cover me. Just it, that happens. That's right. <laughs> you know, and then, and then rushing against a throwing a passer. So, but just yeah. there you go, man. But, but that 21 season, man. It, I know we finished three and nine, but I've never seen so much hype come out of a three and nine yeah. season with the super back when those yeah. last two games. So you could feel the momentum. That's right. But speaking of momentum, man, I know football is great and everything, but one of the best things probably happened to you in your life before the 22 season yeah. did happen. Man, right. you got married. Congratulations. Yeah. I know it's a year later, but congratulations. Yeah. yeah what's that like? Being, what, what's that? I'm yeah. sorry. I was just saying we're coming up on a year of our anniversary uh, here in, in July. So, uh, you know, it's been a it's been a tough year uh, for a number of reasons for us, but it's, and it's also been amazing. Uh, you know, I've been with her for a long time in high school. Um, I moved to Rice Lake and yeah, she, she, uh, she, we got dating right away. I, I found her right away. So, you know, it was a blessing to move to Rice Lake because I would have never, never found her, but uh, you know, she, she is the best thing in my life uh, besides Christ. And, and, you know, and I, I don't take that lightly, you know, I have a, a rubber ring. So whenever I take, take my gloves off after practice, it, it really uh, signifies something that's greater than football. Uh, and, and she's, you know, has a huge impact on my life, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really hard, uh, for, for a number of reasons. Um, you know, we ended up, uh, you know, it was after my, after my fourth year, um, you know, I was, you know, going up there and getting married and then, uh, decided to come back and play another year at Southern Miss. And, um, we got married, went on a honeymoon and then, you know, we kind of went separate ways. She went back up to where, you know, she's at dental school. Uh, she got into dental school at University of Marquette up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you know, and I'm down here chasing a dream of football. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's the beauty of it is, you know, we're both chasing our dreams and, uh, you know, not letting kind of the little things get in the way. There's obviously tough days, definitely. Um, we see each other maybe once a month, um, but this is just a short time of our life that we're going to be able to do things, you know, at a young age that, you know, a lot of people wish they were doing, you know, she's at dental school. Very, very, very tough to get into dental school. Uh, you know, when she comes out, she'll have, she'll be doing what she wants to do, a great job. You know, and I'm down here, you know, playing football. Football doesn't last forever. You know, I'm playing as long as I can. Um, you know, and having the opportunity to lead a bunch of uh, a bunch of you know men uh, in a football team, you know, it just meant so much to me. So, uh, you know, I'm appreciative that she understands the situation while I'm in. You know, I understand the situation that she's in. Um, so, you know, we're making it work for the time being, and uh, you know, we'll be together you know, very soon for many years. That's awesome. I, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to ask you, what's it like being a D1 athlete and married? And I couldn't have put it any better, man. What a full story. And yeah. uh, man, love's going to carry you through. I know. And everybody yeah. give uh, every watching this a happy anniversary early. So there you go. <laughs> I'll make sure everybody sends you a message, man. That's so uh, right. real quick, can you hit on something before we get into the 22 season? Yep. Um, your faith, man. You are an, an integral part of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at Southern Miss, man. How much does that mean to you off the field, you know, just professing your faith, you know, with, with athletes that, that are on board? Yeah, I have to give a huge shout out to Swayze Bozeman, uh, you know, my best friend. Uh, you know, I moved when I first got down here in January of 2020. I moved in with him, uh, him and him in a house, uh, and, you know, and he he told me a lot about faith and uh, about Christ. And, you know, that really changed my view on a lot of things and changed my life, you know, right then. Uh, you know, the next fall I was able to get saved. And then, you know, a, a, you know, a year later, I was able to actually, uh, you know, six months later, I was able to get baptized uh, by brother Mitch, who's our team chaplain. 
I uh, love Mitch Williams. That's my yeah. guy. Hey, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, brother Mitch. You know, you know, one of the best dudes I've ever met in my life. He he married Autumn and I. I uh, came up all the way to you know up to Wisconsin to marry us. So, uh, you know, he's a he's a great dude, and you know, and Swayze as well. So, uh, Swayze's the leader of SCA. I'm just one of the helpers with him, pretty much, just trying to get people there. Uh, you know, and it, it's something that uh, you know I've built my life on now, uh, and that's what Autumn and I also did. Um, that's the reason why we got married is because of faith and because of Jesus Christ. And, you know, I'm just trying to share the gospel as much as possible. We have a Thursday night Bible study uh, with the team every Thursday, uh, you know, trying to bring guys in and, you know, it's really tough. So, uh, but, you know, that's, that's just something that I've built my life on. Oh, that's awesome, man. Avery, you do it off the field and on the field, you do it so well and, and get back on the field real quick in that 22 season, man, you want to bleed the team and tackles for loss. And uh, you can plug some holes here, but I got to ask you about one game in particular. I even saw you after the game outside the locker room, big hug. Man, that two-lane win, man. It was just finally we had that big win. What did yeah. that win mean to you and the team? Yeah, that was, that was a huge game for us. Um, you know, coming in here from way up north all the way down here, you know, I really didn't know I, all the rival games down here. You know, I honestly didn't. You know, coming down here, we played two-lane my first year. We got crushed. It didn't really mean it really didn't mean too much to me, honestly. It, it felt like just another game now, to figure out the culture down here, to figure out the fan base down here and who our rivals actually are. Last year, that that game meant everything to me. You know, it blood, sweat and tears. It was probably 150 degrees out there. It felt so hot. And, uh, you know, halftime we were down and, you know, and and we went in the locker room and, and just had to find another level, had to find the, the perseverance to go back out there. You know, Swayze had gotten hurt early in the game, and so we were out from him, and Dominic Quiwan got hurt as well. So we were down a few guys, but, you know, I think just our defensive scheme by Armstrong to get back out in the second half and to uh, make some adjustments, uh, we just – we literally just killed him. And, and, you know, it felt so good, and, you know, our fans were behind us uh, to see all the Southern Miss fans there and, you know, after the game, and, oh, man, it was just – it was so special. Man, uh, I, I've been waiting for that. And I really wanted it for you guys. I wanted it for Will Hall. I was so happy you guys got it, man. We celebrated hard in New Orleans that night, I got to admit. It. But, uh, <laughs> right. hey, man, next up, one other game, man, getting into the season. Because, man, it, it was one of the most electric games I've been to at the Rock in a long time. Man, the Rage and Cajuns, who, if you ask me, is our rival in the Sun Bowl. That's just yep. But, uh, man, that Thursday night game where y'all just tore them up. I mean, yeah. the energy was high. What was yeah. that like playing at the Rock on a night like that when it, it just it, it feels good? <laughs> it, it was nothing like it. Thursday night under the lights at the Rock, it, it was it was truly special. Uh, you know, and the fans showed up and it was on ESPN. And, uh, you know, we had a long weekend after that. So just give it your all. Uh, you know, it, it was special, though. You know, the whole week we were preparing pretty hard. Uh, you know, they were top dogs of the conference for a long time. Um, you know, we wanted, wanted to go in there on a Thursday night. Uh, and, and beat them really it wasn't you know knocking them off or anything it was just kind of playing our our style of uh, offense and defense special teams and you know I think the the one thing that did win the game was special teams uh, you know we crushed them in the, in the field position game and you know I think special teams are taken taken lightly in a lot of places but at Southern Miss we don't take special teams lightly uh, the starters are playing are starting on two two uh, two teams so we're I play I play all four but uh, you know, you have to you have to start in two of the special teams. So whether it's punt and punt return or kickoff, kick return, uh, whatever it is. But we we actually crushed them in that in that uh, in that game. Uh, and that's what won us the game eventually. But, you know, playing in front of those fans on Thursday night on ESPN, it was it was special. 
Ooh, that was, that was a fun night at the Rock, man. Yeah. I, I was sweating at the end, and it was the best sweat <laughs> I've had in a long time, man. It's a right. big win there. And, man, the season, you could just feel things turning around, and, man, we we get to bowl eligibility in that last game and get to a bowl game. Man, what, yeah. what did that feel, considering where this program had been for several years, getting back to a bowl? Man, that was huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I felt like we were turning around at that point, you know, and uh, – we went into ULM and it was rainy and uh, all that stuff. And we went out and, you know, had a, had a great defensive game um, and, you know, crushed ULM defensive uh, scheme of things. But um, yeah, getting to the bowl game, you know, first of all, it was a blast to go to Mobile with all the teammates and stay in a hotel for three, four nights. And then, you know, it, it was just so fun. And then, you know, to go out there and beat Rice uh, to end the, end the season on a high note and then propel us into this season. You know, that was, that was a huge thing as well. You know, we're ready to get after it this season, you know, seven, six, seven and six that's that's not good enough for us you know we want to get to a higher bowl game you know we have really high dreams and aspirations to you know to win the conference and you know move on from there so uh yes that bowl game was awesome you know step in the right direction but we're ready to move on next day mentality keep on moving man i love it let's keep growing baby i love it and uh you know you had a hell of a year last year man you're all sunbelt and uh you did something super cool avery I mean, we got the transfer portal. We do. And some of your top guys, I mean, as a fan, I'm concerned. You never know. Are they going to stay or go? Yeah. Man, you made a commitment to Southern Miss this year, man. What 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 drove you to come back to Southern Miss? Uh, loyalty. Uh, this place is is family to me. You know, when you – I have I have no immediate family down here, you know, in the South whatsoever. You know, the farthest my family has gone is, is – you know, my grandma's from Louisville, Kentucky, but that's as far as it goes from my family. Uh, so, so, you know, to, to go 20 hours from home, uh, to be dropped off and, you know, trying to figure it out and you have no family, you have to make, you have to find a family. And, you know, my family was found in the team. Uh, you know, my, my teammates are my family, my coaches, they're my family. Uh, so, you know, I, I had to stay with them. You know, I, I couldn't just give up on them. You know, I see where we're going. Uh, I see what we're going to be doing next year. You know, I love Coach LA and the strength staff and, you know, all my teammates and, you know, it's just, it's just a family atmosphere down here and the culture is just different. So, uh, you know, I didn't want to go anywhere else, obviously, uh, but Southern Miss. Oh yeah, man. You won that grit award too, man. Well-deserved everything you put in and all you do for Southern <laughs> Miss represent us, man. Hey, real quick, I might've hit on some of this, but I want to ask you a couple of questions, man. Yep. What's your favorite place to play on the road or maybe places to play so yeah. far? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Pick a few, man. So yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, I did, I did love playing at Tulane. That was obviously a, you know, a fun place to play um, just because of the, you know, the rival rival game it is. Uh, just to see all of our fans there and their fans and, you know, going after it. Uh, that was a fun place to play. Um, let's see. Troy was obviously a fun game to play in. Coastal Carolina was a blast to go out to Myrtle Beach. You know, we should have been. We should have Almost been. had them. Almost yeah, had them. Should have been. That's a, a game still keeps me up at night. But, uh, you know, Coastal Carolina, that was that was a lot of fun. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to going into Mississippi State this year. Um, and, you know, I think we have a great chance, you know, and, and, and we're not we're not any underdogs there. I, I don't I don't think we're underdogs at all. You know, we got the guys now. We got the talent. We got the scheme. Uh, we're ready to go. And uh, we have that mentality this year. We we don't have the uh, the underdog mentality. You know, we're ready to go. And uh, that's just something I missed for you, uh, you know, going to Mississippi State, you know, in October, uh, ready to go. Oh, I love it, man. Expectations are high. This is Coach Hall's year three. We've got studs like you on the nasty bunch, man, part of a body. Yep. You know, with high expectations, you kind of hit on a little bit, man. The schedule is strong. It, it's one of the stronger schedules we've had in a long time, man. Uh, what are your thoughts on just the overall schedule, Mississippi State included in there? 
Yeah, and I think uh, I think it's going to be great for us. You know, starting off with Elkhorn State, we're going to get all the fans there, get a big win against Elkhorn State, head off to Florida State, and uh, compete. That's you know, that's all we ask for is to to show up and to compete. So going to Florida State and come back home a couple of weeks. But uh, you know, I think this schedule is perfect for us. Give us a chance to uh, you know get after it early, and then get into the uh, the conference play, and then obviously Mississippi State later in the year. Uh, I think it's going to be perfect for us. I think we're ready to go. Uh, you know, have, we'll have everybody solidified at that at that time with all the positions. Uh, but yeah, I, I like our schedule. You know, I'm fired up for it. Oh, I love it, Avery. Is it, is it September second yet, man? I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, speaking of which, you, I mean, we had a hell of a defensive coordinator in Austin Armstrong the past couple of years, but you know, he left, took a job at Florida. I mean, and we got Coach Dan O'Brien replacing him, which I think is a fantastic replacement, man. The transition from Coach Armstrong and his style of defense, maybe scheme, uh, wording, what have you, into Coach Dan O'Brien's uh, defense. What, what's it like so far? Yeah, Coach Armstrong, I, you know, I love him to death. He, he was a great coach for us. Um, you know, his energy and his passion for the game is, is very evident. You can you can tell it in his daily, daily work. And, uh, you know, obviously took the position at Florida, you know, happy for him. Uh, you'll be watching, definitely watching Florida for him and, you know, rooting, rooting on, you know, forever for him. He he's changed my life and he's a great guy, but, you know, coach O'Brien is, is obviously, you know, great as well. Uh, his scheme and, and his passion for the game and his knowledge and expertise um, of every position is, is amazing. Um, you know, obviously a little bit of different change. You, you want to change up some things, make it your own. Uh, warning is a little bit different. He added some things, um, but honestly, the grand scheme of things is pretty similar. Um, you know, I think we're, I think that's great for us just so we can head into the fall uh, with the same stuff and, you know, with the knowledge that we already have as players. Uh, but going in with the same scheme and just a little different wording here and there, uh, we're ready to, ready to get after on the defense. Real quick, too, man, just a quick question for you. When I say the word nasty bunch, what does it mean to you? It's different. you got to be different. It's, it's, it's mentality. Uh, every time you take the field, you got to be different. And, and that's, just, that's just the way it is. Uh, you got to be different. you got to be different on the field than, than you are off the field. It's you know, whenever I, you know, whenever I get on the field, I, I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm going for the guy next to me. You know, that's just the way it is. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll fight and, and I'll kill for the guy next to me. Uh, that's what the nasty bunch is all about. That's, that's grit. That's grit defined to a T is, uh, you know, the nasty bunch. Uh, so, you know, uh, that just, that just fires me up. just thinking about it, getting ready. I got chill bumps every, man. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Great way to put it. Like I said, we talk, hit on a lot during the interview, man. You do things right off the field, on the field. I mean, right now, man, you're, you're getting your masters at Southern yeah. Miss. So, man, I think you have the talent to play at the next level and be successful at it. But life after football one day, man, what, what do you imagine yourself doing? Yeah, that's a tough question. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> well, I hope I'm, you're young. Uh, it's good to I you know, have choices. <laughs> I hope I'm playing forever. Uh, and that's, that's the goal. Um, yeah, my, my dad owns a few businesses, um, you know, potentially could go back up there, work for him and maybe take them over. Um, but you know, my full attention and everything that I do is Southern Miss football, you know, and, and, you know, obviously being a good student as well, but, um, keeping the options open, um, uh, trying to figure it out from there, but, uh, yeah, probably, probably head back closer to home if, if football doesn't work out and, uh, figure it out. But yeah, no. Not many plans right now. I got plan A and I don't have plan B. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, hey, yeah, I love it. Like I said, you got the talent, you got the size, skill, and yeah. to play at the next level and be really good at it. So yeah. I look forward to watching you at the next I level. I appreciate it. So the NIL is a big deal right now in college sports, and Southern Miss is really getting things together with To The Top Collective, man. If you don't mind shedding some light on To The Top Collective and the NIL, that Southern Miss is really getting going. Yeah, I know. You know, To The Top Collective is is huge for us. Uh, it's been it's been great to be a part of it, uh, you know, and, and Pete – uh, who started it all, you know, is is an awesome guy to work with. Uh, you know, I appreciated him so much. And, and to everybody who is donating and, and giving money to this, it's it's super important in, in today's day and age with with, with the NIL and, and college football, which which where it's going. Um, and we can keep kids from Mississippi coming to Southern Miss. We can keep them here, you know, and get them here uh, and through the two of the top collective. So, you know, you know, with all, you know, all my heart, you know, I appreciate everybody who's helping out with that. You know, it doesn't go unnoticed, and uh, you know I'm I'm very appreciative of it. Uh, and the next one I'd like to give a shout out to is Strix Strix Meats Company. Um, you know, I have an NIL deal with them. You know, they have some great meats. Uh, you know, everything you can think of, literally every every exotic animal you can think of, they got it. So I know, remember Strix. That's some good stuff, man. Heck yeah. Yeah, dude, they got every ostrich and bison, elk. Oh, it, you know, it's great, and uh, you know, it's feeling all, my body, you know, greatly. You know, and I'm appreciative of them. Uh, you know, whether it's a, a meat stick on the run, you know, I like to fish a lot. So bringing a, drink, uh, bringing a meat stick uh, on the boat with me is, is huge. Uh, give my friends, uh, you know, keeping them, keeping them going. But yeah, I give a shout out to Strix, to the Top Collective. Uh, just very appreciative of them and all the donors. You're highly thought of in the Southern Miss world. We're so proud of everything you're doing on and off the field. What is a message that Avery Hobbs might want to give to the great Southern Miss nation? Yeah. Uh, it's 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 all about the culture here. Uh, this is this place is special. Uh, it's not like any other place in the country. I believe you know I love it here. Uh, the coaches are passionate. The players are passionate. Uh, you know, and and just to just to come out in a rock on a Saturday night, it just it just hits different. It, it honestly does. It's just a feeling to run out there in front of the fans. Uh, just just it's awesome. And so um, you know this year, you know, looking for the fans to show show up and show out and you know have a good time. Uh, but stand behind us through the thick and the thin. Um, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road, uh, but just to stay with us and uh, work through this year is going to be important. But, you know, we're we're going to the top with this. We are uh, we're on the rise. And, you know, and I, I truly believe that with all my heart. This is year three with Coach Will Hall. Uh, and we're ready to go. Oh, I love it, man. Great message from the machine. Avery Hobbs right there, man. Avery, I can't thank you enough for being on my show today. Absolute honor to have you on. I was fired up to have you on for, for a bit now, so but here we are. But uh, I guess in closing, man, the Southern Miss fans might like a little uh, little something from Avery Hobbs and myself, and that might be a big Southern Miss to the top. Well, I had a great time catching up with the one and only Avery Hobbs, the machine right there, and I expect – Big things from the Nasty Bunch defense in 2023. Well, that's it for another edition of Anyone, Anywhere, Anytime. And all I ask of you now is to do something absolutely free to do. And it's just help spread the word of the show to get the Southern Miss word out there even more. Retweet the show. If you see me tweet something, if you see somebody liking something about the show, put it on social media and just, uh, once again, help spread the word because it gets this SMTTT message out there even more. Well, until next time, as always, it's Southern Miss to the top.